Transfiguration by Laura James. Jesus took Peter, John and James with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud, saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen, listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they had seen. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him, and he suddenly screams, it throws him into convulsion so that he foams at the mouth. It scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming, the demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the impure spirit, healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And they were all amazed at the greatness of God. New International Version When Jesus is around, extraordinary things happen. And yet, sometimes we just don't perceive it. The three disciples of Jesus, Peter, James, and John, experienced something incredible, yet they were not really aware of what it meant, at the time. The transfiguration of Jesus on the mountain was unimaginable and awesome. The disciples, however, were confused, sleepy, and walked away silent about the whole affair. Woodcut of the Transfiguration by Sister Mary Grace Thull Coming down from the mountain, the other disciples were found scratching their heads about a boy in need of healing. Jesus seemed rather perturbed about the all-around lack of faith. After curing the boy, everyone was amazed, as if they did not expect such a thing to occur. We are not always told in the Gospels why Christ's disciples often did not understand or perceive the significance of the miraculous, supernatural, or extraordinary events that took place right in front of them. Maybe their minds were somewhere else. It could be that Peter had had, attention deficit disorder, and was having trouble focusing. Perhaps James trying to do some sort of ancient multitasking. Maybe John had some road rage on his way to the meeting on the mountain and was having a hard time thinking straight. It could be that the three disciples were caught up in the anxiety of wondering where their next shekel was coming from. Perhaps they were just up too late the night before binge-watching the fishermen on the lake. But whatever was going on with the disciples, they were distracted. So, we actually have God the Father step into the scene of the transfiguration of Jesus on the mountain and speak. God isn't typically in the business of exhorting people to listen unless they are not paying attention. The Heavenly Father is clear, succinct, and to the point. Greater than this is my Son, whom I have chosen, listen to Him. We are to listen to Jesus because He is God's Son. Everything centers round Him. Jesus is the full bodily and human representation of God on earth. Jesus is Savior, Lord, and Master, Teacher and Healer. Jesus is the complete fulfillment of all the Old Testament promises, and the one who will come again to judge the living and the dead. Jesus is the midpoint of history, the hinge upon which all the universe swings. Jesus is the one whom we must listen to when He speaks and acts. Therefore, our identity is to be fully bent, molded, and shaped in Jesus Christ. 
This spiritual formation of our lives happens as we intentionally seek to be with Jesus, listen to Him, and do what He says. Transfiguration by Machich Makoff Jesus took Peter, James, and John up the mountain to experience His transfiguration in a prayer meeting. Extraordinary things happen in prayer meetings. The early church gathered often in prayer meetings, following the example of their Lord Jesus. As the church listened to God and responded, in a rhythm of revelation and response, they saw Peter miraculously delivered from jail, ordinary people delivered from empty lives and demonic influence, and guidance in how to proceed as followers of Christ. Prayer is as much or more about listening to God as it is talking to Him. It is in listening to God that we are filled with God's Spirit and empowered to come down from the mountain and engage in God's mission. Jesus wanted the disciples to learn and discern something on the mountain. Jesus was changed in front of them. Moses and Elijah showed up and talked with him about his departure, that is, his exodus. Moses was the one who listened to God and led the people in a mass exodus from slavery in Egypt to the freedom of the promised land. Elijah was a prophet who listened to God and led the people out of centuries of idol worship and dead religion into the freedom of spiritual and national revival in Israel. And Jesus came to lead people in an exodus out of sin, death, and hell so that they can experience a new life of freedom, hope, peace, and joy. Changed lives are God's goal for us. And a changed life will occur when we listen to God's Son, Jesus, learn from Him, and lean into faith in Him, all of which takes humility. Eventually, Jesus and His disciples came down from the mountain. Prayer meetings are great, but there is a time to descend the mountain and engage in God's mission. We are to participate with God in seeing changed lives through the work of Jesus. We must bear witness to the redemptive saving events of Jesus to a world which desperately needs Him, His healing work of both body and spirit. The glory of God is presently here among us. We need to perceive it and be aware of it. But to do so, we must listen well. Eric Weyenmeyer is blind, yet on May 25, 2001, he reached the peak of Mount Everest. Suffering from a degenerative eye disease, he lost his sight when he was 13 years old. But that did not stop him from mountain climbing. On a mountain where 90% of climbers never make it to the top, and 165 have died trying since 1953, Eric succeeded in large measure because he listened well. He listened to the little bell tied to the back of the climber in front of him, so he would know what direction to go. He listened to the voice of teammates who would shout back to him, Death fall two feet to your right. So he would know what direction not to go. He listened to the sound of his pick jabbing the ice, so he would know whether the ice was safe to cross. When we journey through this life, listening well makes all the difference. So, how might we listen well to Jesus? Here are some basic principles of active listening. 1. Stop talking. It was Mark Twain who said, if we were supposed to talk more than we listen, we would have two tongues and one ear. Proverbs 12:15 says, the way of a fool seems right to him, therefore he has no need to listen, but a wise person listens to advice. 2. Prepare yourself to listen to God. One of the ways I do this is by sitting in a quiet spot, free of distraction, and repeat several times to God, speak Lord, for your servant is listening, 1 Samuel 3:10. Then, I am quiet. And listen. If this practice is way off your radar then I would recommend, at first, being quiet for only a few minutes. Then, after a few weeks, be quiet in longer stretches so that you can go 20 to 30 minutes or even an hour. We might even consider a silent retreat in which the sole purpose is to listen to what God is saying to us. 3. Slowly and carefully read God's Word. Scripture is meant to be digested in small bites and thoroughly savored. Slow down and be quiet enough to hear God speak through the Word. A contemplative and meditative readings of Holy Scripture will always yield spiritual health and vitality. 4. 
pray back to God what you hear Him saying to you. This is active listening, a genuine dialogue between us and God. Come, now, let us reason together, the Lord has said, Isaiah 1:18. God wants a conversation with us. God speaks, if we have ears to hear, through so much more than an audible voice. The Lord's Supper is a tangible proclamation of the person and work of Jesus Christ. It speaks to us, and, so, we must listen well. The table proclaims Christ's identity as God's Son, the one who came to live a holy life, teaches us the way to live, and how Jesus died a cruel death so that we might be born again and experience new life. We are all one in Jesus Christ by Soichi Watanabe, 2009. The table proclaims our mission, that as often as we share in communion, we proclaim the Lord's death until He comes again. That is, we witness to the reality of Christ's redemption in our own lives. We share our own changed lives with others. We pray for them so that they will experience new life, as well. The table proclaims our spiritual formation in Christ. At the table, we are lifted and joined with Christ through the Holy Spirit. It is a mysterious joining that defies description, just as the disciples had a mysterious encounter that they could not fully explain. Yet they experienced it, nonetheless. May we listen well, without distraction, to God's Son. May we know God's purpose for our life. And may we encounter Jesus at the table, and in all of life, so that we experience new life. O oh God, teach us to listen to those nearest to us, our family, our friends, our co-workers. Caring God, teach us to listen to those far from us, the whisper of the hopeless, the plea of the forgotten, and the cry of the anguished. Holy Spirit of God, teach us to listen for your voice, in busyness and in boredom, in certainty and doubt, in noise and in silence. Gracious God, teach us to listen well to the message of your table. May you change and transform us to be like Jesus. Teach us, Lord, to listen. Amen.